everyone, I'm Shaylee Johnny. In this episode, Christian and I sit down with Rhea Vasisht about her experiences with Fordham's study abroad program. We discuss some of the highs and lows of her time in London, and we also get to hear some really exciting travel stories. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. We would like to welcome Rhea Vasisht onto the podcast. Rhea, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you know, we know that you studied abroad in London. When did you go? How was your experience? Just anything you'd like to, to start off with. So I was there from January to May. Uh, I left like mid-January from back at the beginning of May. So I was there for about maybe four months. How was the experience like camp- with campus life in general? At London. Um, it was really, really different than campus life in New York. I only had four classes and they were all block classes. So I only had class on Monday and Tuesday. I also lived in an apartment that was a 20 minute bus ride away from campus. So I had to commute, which I'd never done before. And so I would just go on Mondays and Tuesdays and be there from like 10 a.m. till 9 p.m. And then I had the rest of the week and the weekend free to do other things. That's awesome. And like, what was the campus like itself? How would you compare it to Fordham at Lincoln Center? I don't think it was that different really because it was just one building and Lincoln Center only has a few buildings. So it wasn't that different to have all of my classes be in one building, but it, it was pretty, it was nice. It had like a little lounge area uh, on the first floor where everyone sat and did work or just like chilled and ate stuff kind of like in Argo where yeah. everyone sits and then the second third and fourth floor were all like classrooms and then there was like a little rooftop if you wanted to sit up there and do work so it was nice did it feel like Fordham or did it feel like a different university I think it still felt like Fordham mostly because there were familiar faces and then also I mean, it was called Fordham, so it was kind of unavoidable to still feel like you were at Fordham. Yeah, that'll do it for sure. Yeah. Uh, So, like, what did you think was, like, the most exciting part of studying abroad? I think it was just the uh, ability to to travel very easily, and um, the fact that I had such an open schedule also helped, and I was able to really focus on not just school but also like experiences and doing things that I don't normally do and going to new places um yeah and for those of you who don't know Rhea and I are actually roommates so I've heard (laughs) some of her stories before and I wanted to ask you know if you're comfortable sharing your experience I know that there was one particular travel story that was that was quite the adventure for you so I don't know if you wanted to talk about that at all but sure Okay, so during spring break, me and also and a member of the Observer, Ava Peabody, decided to go to Lisbon, Portugal. Portugal is about a two-hour plane ride from London, and we were really excited. I've never been to Portugal. She's never been to Portugal. Neither of us speak Portuguese, but we were very excited. We got really cheap plane tickets and I planned a few fun things like a nighttime like boat tour cruise thing and then like a little go-kart thing that you can drive these go-karts around the city 
and we got like a, a hostel, a private room for the two of us, like in a little hostel and we were really excited. And so, yeah, we were going to go to Portugal and on the day of, we realized we might have to take like a COVID test just in case we have our COVID vaccines, but we were like, we'll take like a quick one just in case. So we did those like self tests with the little swabs and got our results from those and then went to the airport and we got all the way to the gate. We could see the plane out the window or at the gate and the flight attendants checking everyone in told us that we didn't have the right COVID test and that the country of Portugal does not recognize the US CDC vaccinations as a real vaccine. So in their eyes, we were untested, unvaccinated, and unable to travel. Oh, no. So we oh, no. were denied boarding. Triple threat. <laughs> we were denied boarding, and we had to sit there while everyone else boarded the plane and wait for the flight attendants because we had already passed security and everything. And once you get past all of that, you're technically in um, international air in an international space so in order to leave the airport we would have to re-enter London like go through customs so we had to wait for the flight attendants so they because they had to take us to customs because we were not in the arrivals gate we were in a departure gate so we left the airport or we left we exited out of customs we didn't leave the airport and we were kind of freaking out First of all, because we had a hostel that we paid for that was we wanted to go to. We had still had a flight back. We planned all these fun things. We had yeah. things planned. And so we were like, is there any way we can still get on a flight today? Like if we go get the right COVID test in the airport right now. And they were like, no. And they were like, but you can come back tomorrow and have a flight then. And so we talked about it and we decided that that was still a good plan because we still had things planned while we were there. We still had the hostel and we still had the flight back. So we're like, okay, we'll just buy a new plane ticket for tomorrow and still go. And so we bought it. It was way more expensive than the one we had originally bought. And we lost money on the original one because they wouldn't, they can't refund you when they, when it's your fault that you can't yeah. board the plane. And then we left, went back to our apartment, very, very sad and went to sleep. And then the next day we got the right COVID test and went back and we got on the flight and we got to Portugal and we were both really excited. We had less time there than we thought we were going to have. So we just like walked around all day and exhausted ourselves and got some really good food and had a really good time. I think we both really enjoyed being there. We also like, there was like random things that would go wrong too, but overall like the whole experience of being there was really great. And we both agreed on that. We were like, it's okay. The flight stuff, we learned, we grew. We are still having a great time. And then the day that we were supposed to leave to go back to London, we got to the airport three hours early because we were trying to be really cautious mm -hmm. and we were just nervous from what had already happened. And so we got there and we went to go check in and they were like, you can't check in. And we were like, why not? <laughs> and they were like, so 
because you bought a round trip ticket from London to Portugal, Portugal to London, it's one round trip ticket, and you did not board the flight on the way there, the system won't let me like override that to check you in for the flight back because it doesn't even think you're here because you it was one ticket. Mm-hmm. And the like, you have to go in that certain order of like, you have to get there on that ticket in order for the. It was confusing, and in my mind, it doesn't make sense because the it we bought them as two tickets. Mm-hmm. It just right the the airline the whatever recognized it as a round trip ticket, and so we were freaking out again, and we were already annoyed from it happening the first time. It was just a lot of emotions, and we went to the airlines support desk which had an hour long wait and we waited an hour and uh it was accepting one they were accepting one person at a time Ava went in I was like standing outside it was glass so I could see them and I was trying to like understand Ava's like body language to see what was going on and basically the lady said we can't help you with that because you bought the tickets through TripAdvisor and not through the airline itself so it's not our problem oh no oh no Uh, so then every time i think you're done telling the story (laughs) and like the bad stuff has happened there's like another bad thing that happened right after yeah yeah so then we both were just very frazzled and very annoyed and my one thing was that it was a very beautiful city to be stuck in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, there was that at least. And so we were like, okay, I guess we got to buy another plane ticket again <laughs> right now. And so we bought a plane ticket through a different airline, just the next flight we could get mm-hmm. again like two times more expensive than our original ticket and we were still losing money on the original tickets too and that after that after we got the ticket it worked out we we were able to get back in one piece but um overall we lost a lot of money on that trip we lost oh i didn't even mention we lost the the plane ticket money but we also by the time we got there the next day, had missed both of the things that I had planned. So we lost money on both of those because we just never showed up to them. Oh, no. um, so, yeah, we, we lost a lot of money. We lost a lot of our sanity. But we did get there and get back. And while we were there, made the most of the situation. And if I do wish it had gone differently, but I'm very happy I went. So sorry that all happened, but also like now you have a really fun travel story that you can tell people because you're past it. You're not like, you know, in it. Yeah, it was definitely funny afterwards. Everyone called me first when it came to traveling. People were like, don't travel with Rhea. She's just got bad luck. Like, because a few other things that happened to on trips that I was going on and people were just joking about it. So it was fun in the end to joke about it, but in the moment it was it was not fun we all had to take like those specific covid tests mm-hmm. and not like the self-administered ones it had to be like a fit to fly covid test where mm-hmm. you have it but then you have to be on facetime with some person who's like oh, they have instructing, to watch you. You, instructing you how to take the test and making sure you're not like 
faking it, I guess. So it's um, still like self-administered, but you're being like proctored almost. Yeah, almost like proctored. <laughs> yeah, so we all had to take those to come back, but that was the only thing. I think we were all fine. Is there anything else that you would have wanted to do if you had more time in London, or do you think you like covered all the bases there? Um, there were other places I wanted to travel, and I liked that the fact that I was in England gave me it was it was much easier to travel from England to other European countries because it was just so close, and there were a lot of other places that I wanted to go. That I mean, I would still go. It's just a lot harder now that I'm back here. To, to get to those places. But um, overall, that, that's about it. And I, I don't think, that's not really a regret. That's just more of like, if I have more time. But yeah, yeah, I don't regret anything. And I, I'm happy with the experience overall. I know we've made fun of you a lot. Every time you bring up <laughs> London, we're like, oh, she's abroad. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, did you study abroad? Uh, but it is really cool to hear about your experience. And I think this is the first time I've seriously asked you about it too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome also from what I heard like the nightlife or like the going out scene was a little bit different in terms of like when things open and closed yeah yeah what was that like okay um <laughs> I mean in London versus New York everything opens a little earlier and closes a little earlier um they all people from England I don't know the people that we talked to like to joke that like London they, they said we like our sleep <laughs> and you New Yorkers don't care about that. Yeah. So, you know, kind of like bars and clubs and places that when we were in England, we were legally allowed to go to. <laughs> um, they Disclaimer. Yeah. They closed, um, <laughs> some bars closed at midnight, but a lot of like clubby kind of places closed at like two or three. Got it. Whereas in New York, a lot of those places tend to close five or six um mm. and we would go out at like 10 or something where in new york a lot of people don't even leave until like midnight yeah um to go somewhere so everything just opened and closed later so the night started earlier than it does here but i like personally i like sleeping so mm -hmm. i appreciate it yeah gotcha. that's really good and really fun too <laughs> Thank you so much, Taria, for joining us today. Yeah, we really enjoyed our conversation with you. Thank you again to Rhea Vasisht for taking the time to speak with us and for sharing her experiences. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Shaylee Johnny, and this has been Retrospect.